I think it's so important to communicate with the family members, whether they're near or far, to go through and let them know what your 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 uh, decision is, whether to stay, stay in shelter in place or to go through and, and, and vacate and go to another location. What do you need improvement in? Just want to go through and What is the purpose of overthinking? You're taking care of your, your loved one. That's how you can increase your sales. Hello, everybody. This is Fair. This is Caleb Flanoy, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Home Care Guys. Caleb, man, today we have a dynamic topic that we're going to be talking about that's going to specifically deal with a lot of our seniors. Um, as you know, we recently, um, the Hurricane Ian just hit Florida right. uh, a few weeks ago, and a lot of people were impacted. So we're going to be talking about tips on how to go through and prepare for the next disaster. But Caleb, before we get started on that, man, how was your week, brother? Man, the week was amazing. You know, we had our great grand opening here, our mm-hmm. re-grand opening at Prime Care Home Care Services, and that was one of the most it was one of the best experiences fairs and a, a monumentous moment for us. Uh, mm-hmm. We have c- completely finished our first phase in our, our office facility here in, uh, in Milledgeville. Mm-hmm. And so now um, we're getting the team back in the office mm-hmm. and um, they're loving every aspect. You no, know, we have shout outs to our designer, Karen uh, Larkin for designing an amazing space that really produced growth and elevation for our team and yeah. all of our contractors. Man, we we just had a great time. I, even our event planner, Naran, did a great job with decorating the event space. But how was the grand open experience for you, Ferris? Man, it was quite an experience. Uh, it was overwhelming because, just like I said, this started, oh my gosh, almost a year ago. Right. Uh, a lot of cosmetic upgrades, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things that had to happen because when, when we first got this building, of course, it was an elementary school mm-hmm. and we knew that we it had potential and then but we realized that we wanted to go think of a world-class facility for our team members so Caleb uh, I was just simply amazed blown away with the how it how it how it um how it came about um learned a lot throughout the process too that'd be another <laughs> podcast we did uh, learned a lot Do's about ourselves on renovations right? exactly exactly <laughs> but man overall I was simply amazed I'm so proud of our team for being flexible because they were able to work remote some they were able to work at our alternate location but they were able to go through and still continue to get the job done. So big shout out to our Prime Care family. But um, this is something that's that's money. This is going to go down in history, brother. And, and, of course. And Ferris, I want to tell our audience this. Like literally, little did they know, like um, like Ferris said, when we were younger, we literally stayed a few blocks from mm-hmm. the school. And so uh, I, I can remember when I was like at least eight, nine or ten, mm-hmm. walking to Midway, uh, Midway, um, Midway uh, Elementary School to eat free lunch. And mm-hmm. so every summer, you know, my mother didn't have the resources to, you know, really kind of support us, you know, I would support, you know, the, the feeding and paying all the bills being a single parent. And so we used to come up here to get the, take advantage of the free lunch program. And so we used to come up here every uh, day in the summer to get our, our food. And mm-hmm. it was a great, so we used to walk uh, probably well, at least what, two miles, Probably a lot of miles. Mile. Yeah. yeah, walked a mile and, and to, to get the food, and it was just a, a, a good experience. And little did I know, I was telling my team, you know, my name is Caleb, and in the Bible, Caleb means you know the person that came and gave a good report. And Caleb was a spy; he spied out the land. And I said, little did I know that God was using uh, my name mm-hmm. and my me uh, as a as a as a person mm-hmm. to. To to actually spy out the land for even this facility of mm-hmm. what this facility 
is going to be in the future for yeah. us. And so me being a child, like I was uh, a seven, eight, nine-year-old child, I'm coming in looking at this and did not know that this would be our office facility. This would be our event space. This would be our studio. And God used, it's a full circle moment. God used that that childhood experience of me walking here mm. and realizing and saying, you know, hey, this is not just for you to eat free lunch, but this is for you to own and for you to build a business and to take your company wow. a national brand and Brother. so i just wanted i just had a moment and that was a that was a great moment man that's incredible that's an incredible reflection man and as we reflect just like i said over the last few weeks brother it's been a lot of things going on in the news a lot of things a lot of people have been impacted by hurricane in yes uh, man it, it was uh it was devastating and i think over forty thousand forty thousand six hundred people got this displaced i think i read last uh, I think it was like 106 deaths. Wow! Uh, in 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 uh, Ian, and it really kind of disrupt Southeast Florida mm-hmm. and um, in South Carolina. Oh my gosh, man! And and that's one thing is a lot of times when it comes to disasters, what happens is a lot of times that people, the people that are hurt or, or harmed the most, or people that are affected the most, are individuals that are either seniors or they're disabled. They they, they may not have the funds. They may may not have a lot of the funds to go through and actually move across country or go right. to a neighboring state to go through and seek shelter. So they have to sit there and weather the storm. And Caleb, one thing we want to go through and talk to those people and those families members to go through and kind of give them a few tidbits on how to prepare for the next storm because just like you said moving or shifting to another state may not be an option for some people right. but um but we just want to give a few tidbits that can go through and help them out uh, as we prepare for any other storms because we are in hurricane season as well exactly exactly if you if as you may know hurricane season starts in june and ends around november mm-hmm. especially for the atlantic uh, coast and so i want you all to be prepared uh, we're going to go over some tips today on what to prepare yourselves and so mm-hmm. um, on how to prepare yourselves mm-hmm. and so i i, I I think I remember um, uh, growing up, my mom used to always have like a little box, Mm -hmm. like a box of dried foods or canned foods. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the first things that I would say, which is beneficial because you never know if the power is going to go off Mm -hmm. or the electricity is going to go off. You want to make sure you have food and water. Mm -hmm. And so I would keep maybe a a box of food, a box of uh, non-perishable foods, uh, something that you that can have a long life shelf as Mm -hmm. well as bottles of water. Um, available and so we call that an emergency kit. Mm-hmm. So emergency kit. So I would have maybe some some crackers, some sardines, some 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 Vienna sausages, something like that, some meats, um, um, even some foods that you can just kind of like scoop in 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 and eat crackers and things of that sort. Stuff with long life shelf, and then you want to make sure you have water. And I would at least have enough for three to five days, mm-hmm. just in case there's an, a significant emergency where mm-hmm. you are trapped. And but you still need food and water in order to survive. I think it's so important. Again, you have to go through and think about those bare necessities that uh, that that we are required to have. Another thing I would recommend, Caleb, is having some form of communication, uh, especially prior to and even during uh, a natural disaster. Right. I think it's so important to communicate with the family members, whether they're near or far, to go through and let them know what your 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 uh, decision is, whether to stay stay in shelter in place or to go through and, and, and vacate and go to another location. But communication is going to be Key, making sure you have your cell phone charged up fully. Make sure you have an alternate just in case your cell phone dies. Have those uh, alternative um, cell phone batteries or either having a two-way radio or some type of radio system or, or uh, CB system that allows you to communicate for help because we never know when or what type of situation we may be entrapped in. Right. So it's so important to be, be able to have that communication. 
like with Hurricane Ian, I know that a few people were actually stuck on different um, small little islands um, uh, in Florida, off of Florida coast. Mm. And but they were out there going through. Some of them were trapped in their house. Some of them, unfortunately, uh, died in their house. Wow. But others, they got out and were able to go through and do an SOS in the sand. They were able to go through and wave the red flag or the orange flag to go through and let um, uh, rescuers know where they were. So again, making sure that communication is key. Again, going through and communicating with your family, letting them know what's going to happen if you're going to shelter in place or you're going to go to and actually go to an alternate location, but then also communicate, communicating with them after the storm has passed to let them know if you're in safety or if you got, um, if you got um, to another location so that they will be, uh, have some comfort in mind knowing that you were taken care of. So communication is key. Hey, you. Are you taking care of a disabled loved one in your home? My name is Donna Craft. I'm health coach with Prime Care Home Care. The last couple of years, our company has been helping family members make lasting memories with their disabled loved ones by paying that family member to take care of them in their home. If this is something you'd be interested in learning more about, please give me a call at 912-319-4166, and I'll be waiting for your call. Um, I, I would go with the next one would probably be more so um, evacuation plans. I mm -hmm. think that's that's always great. Uh, we know that in nursing facilities, uh, hospitals, uh, nursing homes, they have an evacuation route. Mm -hmm. And so especially if you are if you're a senior, if you are in a disabled individual, mm -hmm. if you are in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. uh, you want to make sure that you are um, you know the quickest route mm -hmm. out of the home. Um, in in the event of a flood, you mm -hmm. want to make sure you have an alternative uh, method of transportation because mm -hmm. um, and motorized vehicle is probably not going to be operating in the flood. Correct. And so you want to make sure you have a manual wheelchair. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you have different other devices that's going to help you to, uh, uh, um, uh, transport transport you or pretty much help you um, move and, and walk uh, with with your mobility. And so I would say, say have an evacuation route. You want to make sure that um, all, do your windows let up. You know, and that's, that's one thing for uh -huh. right there too. Um, if you think about this, um, when was the last time you opened up a, a window at your house? Oh man, it's been a while. Okay, all right. So yeah, and so I remember, especially even with with some of my projects. You know, when you paint windows and it's kind of hard to let up. Yeah. So it's important to not only open up the doors and figure out what is the the, the nearest route, mm -hmm. but also check your windows. Yeah. Open up your windows routinely throughout the year to see if they are letting work, see if they're I mean, letting up, see if they have any kind of issues with um with with uh, with uh, opening up because mm -hmm. that would be a bad time oh, for your window to not uh, let up especially when there's water or things of that sort and you have to get out of the home exactly. and you can't let your window up you better keep a, a hammer around or something <laughs> a hammer bat or a high heel shoe <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but that, that's so important being able to have an evacuation route right. and another thing that I went through and um, thought about was a lot of people they're on medication yeah. And like you said, you have to have food to survive. Some people are dependent on certain medication, mm. insulin, oxygen. Uh, some people have hypertension. Right. And when you're dependent on medication, you want to go through and make sure you have the medicine, even during disaster time frames. So when doing that, I would recommend that if you know that a natural disaster is about to come in your area, go through and communicate with your with your physician. Communicate with the pharmacist to go through and let them know that, hey, I need an extra supply of medication so that just in case anything happens, I can go through and actually take um, the medication that's needed. Also, for those individuals that actually have oxygen is so important that they 
understand that, yes, you may have an oxygen um, system or, or a CPAP or something that, that you can go through and plug in that's electric. But also you may want to go through and have a portable tank as well, especially if you're, if you're oxygen dependent. Just in case the electricity goes out, now you know that you can still go through and actually get the necessary oxygen flow through your body so that you can go through and live. It's, so, it's, it's a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, when it comes to the medication, is going through and making sure that you get your prescriptions because just because just in case you get displaced, you want to be able to go through and take your prescriptions over to a pharmacist and let them know that these right. are the type of medication that I'm on. This is where this is my PCP who actually signed these pre- prescriptions so that you can get those filled as well. Because the worst thing to do is actually, especially for individuals that are caring for elderly individuals, is not knowing what medications they're on right. and they're out of medication and you just don't know what to do because the Uh, PCP or the physician's office is actually closed due to a disaster. So it's very important to to get that medication down packed. Exactly. Um, Ferris, let me, uh, this is just probably just kind of off the subject a little bit, but we talked about earlier that it was like probably over four, it was over 40,000 people that were displaced. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how many were seniors and Mm -hmm. how many um, of the senior market actually, um, you know, left their state, left Mm -hmm. their homes and probably won't even return back to, uh, to their homes because, um, you know, there's either they they didn't have flood insurance. Yeah. Um. You know, the nursing home did, didn't. Um. Uh, you know, they don't have the appropriate staff because the staff is displaced. Mm-hmm. And so I just I thought about that moment, like you know, because seniors are often are the ones that are left behind. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Either through, due to stubbornness or due to a decision that they have, or mm-hmm. due to not having the resources to even go to another location. Correct. And so uh, I just I just thought about that for a moment. Um. Uh, with like how many seniors probably were actually, actually got displaced. In this whole hurricane uh, uh, event for Hurricane Ian, man, I was looking on the news and um, I saw where they had school buses lined up down the road for uh, in a particular community, particular county, actually, and they were going door to door talking to different seniors, saying, "Hey, we have um, transportation to a shelter." Many chose not to get on the bus because they wanted to either take care of their their dog. Or they just wow. felt like the storm was not going to be as worse wow. as, it, as it was. And so it's a combination where um, it takes family support. It takes neighbors. It takes a community to go to prepare our seniors for these disasters because they may they have lived a time or two. And they may have heard the whole it's going to it's going to it's going to rain hell down on us. And they're just like, OK, it's not going to this is the same type of storm I saw last time. So they may discount it a little bit. But it's so important when it comes to life or death situations that we intervene on for our for our family members, our seniors, so that we can go through and make they're taken care of so now we're educating them and getting them to the proper place so they can go through and sustain throughout the storm as well exactly exactly so uh, there you have it I, I wish i want you all to be prepared especially for the next um hurricane or the next disaster natural that mm-hmm. da- natural disaster and make sure you be prepared you know uh, as healthcare providers we do uh something we call triage mm-hmm. uh, and so with triage is um for those members that need the most care, we provide, make sure that we have the, the right staff to support them during the natural disaster. So for a lot of those other individuals that you know have family members or have family support or are mobile, those are the ones that are less seen. And so mm-hmm. it's not saying that, uh, that you know, we, uh, as healthcare providers, we can't, we don't want to see those individuals, but the ones with the most severity are the ones that need to be seen. And so make sure if you are a, a client of a home care agency or a nursing home, know your triage number, yes. know your level of severity so if you are a level four versus a level one you know you at least know that okay we're doing this natural disaster people are probably not going to be putting me as a priority um but moving forward you want to make sure you know your disasters and you want to make sure you be prepared we gave some great resources and great tips 
to -hmm. prepare you from uh, having emergency uh, kit for food and communication Mm -hmm. and and all these other things that Ferris uh, discussed as well. So I wanted to make sure that you are going to be prepared for the next natural disaster. Exactly. And again, make sure you go through and actually communicate. Last, Caleb, one thing I thought about as you were closing out was communicating with your local um, emergency services, whether it yes. be the police, fire, the ambulance services, ma- making sure they know where you are. And again, sometimes during natural disasters, some agencies say, hey, it's better for you to vacate because we won't be able to respond in case of emergency as well. So right. go through and make sure you communicate with that as well. And Kayla, again, this has been a great episode. We hope that some of this information will go through and allow, hopefully it'll save, save somebody's life. Right. And uh, hopefully it'll allow you to have a conversation with your agent loved one to go through and prepare for the next disaster. We want y'all to go through and make sure you tune in each week, every Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have dynamic episodes that drop on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, go through and share with a friend, let them know about the home care guys with a Z go through and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Go through and comment. Let us know where you're from and what um, subjects that you would like to hear about as well. And there you have it, guys. Another great episode with Conversation Home Care, guys. You stay safe. Take care.